Hi, welcome to Conversations with Zyra. I am your host, <laughs> Zyra Khan. And today I'm going to be having a conversation about femininity with my sister, Arsha. I call her Arsha Appa, so that's what you're all going to be hearing. And Assalamualaikum, Arsha Appa. Waalaikum Assalam. Hello. Hi. Um, I feel like such a liar. My last podcast was in like August and it was about like the beauty standard for women and I want to do the next one beauty standard for men but I, there's absolutely like no guy I'm close to like, I'm sorry if any of my guy friends are hearing but like I don't know how many guys who I'm close to I think would be having this con- who would like to have this conversation with me so yeah I lied and I'm back after five months um expecting the same energy from the 12 people listen to my podcast um so today we're going to be talking about femininity Asha Appa do you have anything to say or are you going to be awkward for the first 15 minutes and then open up? Nice. <laughs> um, I mean, just about femininity in general, I think like everyone kind of has their own made up perception of it, obviously, just from like things that they experience growing up and what gets told to them and what they see in both women and men around them. Um, so I think it's subjective, obviously. But I also think that um, there very obviously is um, certain standards that are set up for femininity, whether we're talking about specific color palettes that you usually see women wear more or or not even women wear more, but you see marketed towards women a lot more. If you see just certain types of women or certain like actions that are um, in very popular in advertising that again is targeted towards women I think that um just like marketing and social media influencing are just like very easy places to to see where society is at when it comes to uh, femininity because both of those are just like such platforms of reflecting how society thinks about whatever topic it thinks about um so yeah I think I think like femininity to everyone is their own thing so I don't know how helpful it is for me to share like my own definition of femininity but I think that um, femininity is something that is being talked about a little bit more consciously um, in today's age because there is more of a push to not only redefine but also like um, just broaden the the usage of the word yeah um we're gonna talk about media's influence on femininity in some time but i think i can say this for myself i definitely went through like not like other girls phase which i think you went through too about like how being less feminine and how is like you're more cool in a way because i remember because i didn't have you because i was not always in america and india i only had guy cousins and my family's like our family is extremely close so we met up like almost every weekend or every two weekends so like i did a party or sleepover or something and all of them were like you know quote-unquote guys being guys there were pillow fights and taekwondo and boxing matches and like cricket and soccer and all these things and I was like I want to be with them I want to be a part of them so I started kind of like neglecting my femininity in that way and I was like this is and also like I always saw you know like you know Jennifer Aniston and like Transformers and how she was you know 
like not like other girls and like I feel like everybody went through that and only like pretty recently that I've like started embracing my femininity in a way my version of my own femininity like I've started like I cannot believe that I never used to like this stuff like I love makeup I love pink I love like everything feminine to me and it's it's more right now that I started embracing my femininity and I feel like you like went through that stage too because we keep on talking about that um yes I have a lot to say about that but also did you mean Jennifer Aniston or Megan Fox when you said oh yeah Megan Fox yeah (laughs) anyway um about the about the femininity thing I think like you were saying earlier I think it's like easy to attribute um like oh that I wasn't I wasn't like too I would I like used to like care about sports and I used to be more aggressive and hence I was less feminine which like I don't know if that's like the the connection to make necessarily when it comes to being not like other girls but I also get where you're coming from because like when you're younger like you're told like you're given dolls and you're given everything pink and you're given like kitchen sets and pretty pretty glittery sparkly things and you're told you're a girl right and then you like get into like and then you're like an elementary middle school and all of a sudden like the more girly you are you're just not considered cool and the perception of cool is so important to you when you're like in middle school and all of a sudden it's a lot of these like more quote-unquote like boyish attributes or um like interests that are all of a sudden perceived as interesting or fun and in like this search for being interesting and fun you just start like collecting those type of habits or those interests and you kind of look down at girls or just just not even girls but just like you kind of look down at people who have um those typically um just like feminine interests, whatever that means, right? Like whether that be in the form of wanting to take care of yourself, um, either through makeup or through pretty dresses or wanting to like just sit around and talk or like gossip. Yeah, gossip or whatever it is that like you have been told is girly. Not, I don't think, I don't know if I would like say like, um, like gossiping is feminine, right? Like just but from, like it's from, stereotypically put into that cat. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if like it's like if it's like gossiping became a thing and then it was like, oh, this is a feminine thing. Mm-hmm. But then it's all like pushed onto like as it's like it's only like a girl thing to do. Even though like I know boys like to gossip, like everyone likes to gossip. It's fun to talk and fun to talk about other people. It is what it is. But it gets pushed as like a feminine stereotype. Anyway, I think that's like a topic that is a little bit different and we could talk about like later on in this session, but it's more talking about the not other girl thing. I think it's sad that femininity also just generally is seen as like weak and it's seen as um, bland in a sense. And that's kind of what I think young girls try to escape from when they sometimes go through that I'm not like other girls phase or for a lot of people it's it's not a phase it just becomes a part of their personality even as they grow older and I'm not sure who to blame because on one hand you want to blame those girls who are in that phase yeah blame like the larger society for making it um so where you know being girly even though that's the expectation right to look pretty and to look 
like a girl whatever that means like the entire concept of like pick me girls like i know that we make fun of them so much but at the end of the day it's like exactly you don't really know who to blame it on is it the media is it like society in general it's like deep rooted misogyny like it's multiple factors really and then people make fun of those girls so much including me i'm not going to lie but at the end of the day they are in that phase that i think every single girl has been in yeah. where like traditionally masculine thing so I want to I want to know about your face like I want to know some like funny things like you did because you come out to me as a, like a very quote-unquote feminine person right now well I think so I think well I think like when I was in middle school I definitely like when a lot of my friends were first starting to discover makeup I think it's like around that age when people discover makeup like um or like start using makeup and like making mistakes and like wearing too much eyeshadow and it's like <laughs> a fun experience and I think like in middle school it's like an experience you go through together with your with your close friends right like whenever you come over to each other's house and you're like putting on eyeshadow for the first time or whatever it is and I remember like I would see my friends like if I ever went over to someone's house or if they came over or if there was like a graduation or something like coming up and they would just we would just do our makeups or whatever and I would just be so far removed or I would be like making comments the other entire time like in the corner just being that annoying person was like oh I don't really do makeup or like oh I don't really like that I don't need I don't need things to cover up my face like exactly and it was just like I look back at it now and I'm like it was just such a missed opportunity where it's it's like all my friends had like fun stories to tell about each other and their like makeup mishaps and I didn't necessarily go through that because like I was just like on the corner just like judging everyone or being that annoying person who was like oh I don't wear makeup and now like Uh. I don't wear as much makeup, but I do it for completely different reasons, but I'm still so much more into makeup than I was like back then. And I think it's like a fun thing. It's not even like necessarily about like the art or whatever, like it that it can be for some people, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just like a fun thing to like have some color on your face or to like do your friend's makeup or have your friend like make, you know, do use their makeup on you like and we're 60 I'm like 17 you're literally 20 and the last time I slept you in your face I'm, I'm 19 don't age me up I'm still I'm 19. Sorry. I'm sorry. but I remember like you know like we you and I went I think we're going to that phase right now because I remember I was at a sleepover at your house and then my mom mama papa had gone to India and you had literally covered my entire face with just different shades of Buddy Mummy's lipstick. Yeah. And I looked absolutely horrendous. But such a funny and fun story fun. to tell. So, yeah, it's like a fun thing. And we made like made a TikTok out of it. And we surprised your mom. And your mom was mad about that. <laughs> but it was just like a fun experience to like do at a yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, I think that. And just like with other things, I think you just like become like hyper fixated with like wanting to have cool interests and like wanting to keep up with like... Um, just like random things and just like I guess also just like putting other girls down who are into clothing or who are into makeup or who mm-hmm. are super giggly or whatever it is yeah like you care about your looks too much you're giggling because you want the attention of boys like literally taking taking everything away from them that they're not doing anything for themselves but they're doing for other people like yeah 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 and I think I think like um, I mean, it's sad, but it's also like, I don't know how much I blame, like, I'm not going to like be upset or like think that 12 year old me was a bad person. I was mm. just having a reaction to the, to the way things are. And again, like, I don't think like 
all the pick like girls like middle school girls who are probably going through their pick me phase right now I don't think they're like evil 11 year olds you know it's just it's just like a normal reaction to to just like feeling like wanting to stand out or wanting to feel good about yourself but then being told that you are not you don't have as much value when you're dressed in pink and it's that message that never is told not necessarily is going to be told to you directly like I don't know if you know when I was younger like I was like being told like this is that you like look bad or whatever but you definitely see that you are taken more lightly if you um like just talk about nail polish and barbies and whatever you know um and it's kind of just that small things that you pick up at and you like you know you don't think that you are that conscious at that age you are we all were that conscious yeah maybe even more and it's um I don't know it's just it's a product of kind of just like growing up in that um in just a society that values um men for being men but then values girl when they're girls when they're put together and nice and pretty but then also it's, it's a very confusing thing because then when you're younger, you're given just weird wonky messages. And that's why I think being a pick me is just like such a weird phase because like on one hand, you, you, you are treated differently when you are put together and nice and pretty. But on the other hand, you have this sudden urge to like not want to be perceived as someone who cares a lot. And then you also want to be girly because, well, you are a girl and you were raised in that way. But, on, but then at the same time, you're like, no, but then I'm not, like, these things are not, like, getting, I'm not considered fun or exciting when I'm acting like that, and it's just, like, it's a confusing intersection, because, like, certain things have value sometimes, and other things don't have values at, values at other times, and they're just, you're also, like, you're so young, and you don't understand what's going on at all, and you're just, like, met with all these societal expectations from, like, every direction, so I think it just, pick me phase is just, like, maybe not something that everyone goes through, but I think it's more, and I think everyone goes through it very differently, but I generally do believe that it's a reaction to just being so overwhelmed with like information about how you should be. It's kind of like taking the safest route then that I'm not like anybody. You know what I mean? I so. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I generally remember like my friends in India used to be like, there was a thing, Zara's a tomboy, Zara hates makeup, Zara... Um, does not like to wear dresses and that like became my identity and I look back right now I'm like girl what <laughs> dresses are so fun and I literally like of course like I'm not gonna call my like 13 12 year old self like a bad person it's just like because of all these societal expectations I wouldn't say I missed out it's just that now when I go back I would do things differently I'm not being sad about it like I loved my childhood like, I strive to believe that I'm still in it, even though I kind of am, according to some people, but yeah. I'm not saying this entire thing. I like to believe that I am. And it's like, I literally went to the pick me face. And now when I see like TikTok, like which everybody's on, like I see all these TikToks, I'm just like, that was me. That was literally me. And I cannot laugh and like this video because this is literally me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so weird. I think like, um, I mean, I I don't think I look back at like that and I'm like, oh, it took anything away from my thing because I don't think it's like productive to like worry that I lost experiences or I lost like whatever because I was X, Y, Z. I think like, I think it was just like a different way to experience that age. And I think that there's like, it's completely okay to have it as well. At the same time, I think like, I think like, like 
identities are like ever changing. I think sometimes like the identity that you create for yourself, like at such a young age kind of just like sticks with you. And that's like what becomes the expectation of you. Like if you were really smart when you were like in middle school, all of a sudden, like you are called the smart person. And then that becomes the expectation other people have of you for like years to come it's kind of like doesn't let you breathe doesn't let your personality and your identity breathe I think like similar things sometimes happens with like other things like for example if you were super girly when you were younger and all of a sudden you're like older and you want to be more tomboyish which again I don't think there's any problem with being a tomboy yeah it becomes more of like why you become like that because for Mm -hmm. example if you're being a tomboy just from a very innocent place of oh I just enjoy like xyz things that's fine but a lot of times when people when girls all of a sudden like do become tomboys in middle school it's more of a reaction to just not wanting to be super girly anymore and when it's a reaction to something you no longer have any agency with it it's not you being like a tomboy because you think that's cool or like fun just personally speaking you become that as a reaction to other people thinking it's cool and fun and you feel like that's like expected of you or you think that you're going to be given more value if you act like in that way um so yeah I think I think like um I forgot what like point I was trying to get at but um I think like I think it's like a confusing thing to talk about because they're just like there's just like so many ways that um so many ways that things are talked about at different ages of your life and it's kind of hard to figure out like what is a reaction of what but I think like my general rule for things is that if it's not coming from a place of wholeheartedly wanting to be some way then there's something wrong then there's like something to think about because um yeah I think that's just my general rule on on just how I perceive why I do something or why other people are doing something yeah I think like we were talking about this earlier just now that the reason I think that amongst a million reasons why like everybody quote-unquote has this phase of like not being feminine and kind of neglecting your femininity it's as a I think it's a big part of it is wanting to be cool and you you would see like I I remember this so vividly. I was watching Transformers and Megan Fox appears and she's like this perfect, like she's she's like skinny. She has that body. She, she you know, doesn't dine in fancy places. She knows cars in and out. And, you know, like every guy's head over heels for her. I'm just like, I want to be that. And I tried so hard being that. And like, for me, like Megan Fox in that, in Transformers, like was it. Like, that's that's me and I tried so hard and it's like again like I'm not gonna blame myself it was something which was given to me and that phase was like a reaction of that but it was like there's so many ways in which these it's kind of like everybody you know like how some guys say that my ideal girl is a girl who can you know play games who can you know understand what I'm feeling who can like hanging out with me it's gonna be like hanging out with the boys and I'm just like this literally a man in a woman's body that sounds way fruity my love like (laughs) yeah yeah I think think like so I've never watched Transformers but I can get where you're coming from because I feel like I like even if you've never watched that show like I can think of so many other movies and shows that I watched Mm -hmm. where I know exactly what type of character you're talking about which again goes to back to my earlier point of like 
the, the the message is so confusing because on the one hand like you want someone who doesn't care about how they look like right but on the other hand they have to look perfect so it's like how do you look perfect if you don't give some exactly and so it's like it's like it's it's like super confusing because it's like where does one start and where does one end like in what they can do what they can't do and it's just it's just all like it's just it's all I also think well this is kind of shifting topics but I think that we've been rounding we've been circling like a similar idea for a while so I guess it's it's an okay shift (laughs) but I was just gonna say like I think like femininity is also very much a reaction of what gets the most products sold um Mm. in the sense that I think that it's interesting that um oftentimes looking more feminine or looking prettier is about being able to collect more things buy more things right like spend more money on all this type of makeup that will give you like that perfect face and spend all this money and the, all this that money girl so you get to be like exactly. that girl and even like I, like nowadays like there's like this shift of like you know like the girl who like you know um kind of let's go goes of a lot of these things and I mean that shift that that idea has always been there but like I feel like right now on TikTok at least things that are on my for you page a lot are is like of these like you know like romanticize a small life and um all that which is like fun and it's like it's 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 an important message in its own way but at the same time like you're still being sold products to like get this small life right like even though it's a small life it's still like they're like a number of like things that you need to buy whether that it's like that Dior lip gloss glow, which is going to give you that dewy girl look, or if you spend money on the Glossier U perfume, because it's going to give you that smell that's going to like, you know, going to become your signature smell. Or if it's like buying like so much clothes so that you look fun and interesting every single day, because God forbid you wear like the same outfit twice. And it's like, it's like, yeah, like being a woman is about like, no, is, is about buying enough material so that you mm. can be you know like the it girl or the girl that like is whatever like put whatever adjective in front of it but um yeah it's I think like femininity is so I don't know what came first like I think that femininity or like these very strict rules on like what a good girl or what like a whole girl is um I think those ideas have like been there since the beginning of time but I think like they have like spiraled out of control ever since like capitalism has become such a major structure of our society because the more things that you can convince people are feminine or not feminine the more things that you can get them to buy or not buy or like buy in replacement of right um and I think I see that with like so many things like with these like big lifestyle um like uh lifestyle influencers but also just like lifestyle like these lifestyles that you're sold like um whether that be about like um, the new york city girl yeah the- like these very specific aesthetics that you're sold right because this is something that we were talking about like a couple of days ago about like how nowadays like identity has become commodified so much so that like everyone has like these specific aesthetic ideas about how they perceive themselves right like i i think even though I try to de- detach myself so much from that, I still think that sometimes like I can view my 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 um, clothing habits or my study habits into different aesthetics, which is, I feel like such a 
crazy way of being able to think about yeah it's such a detached way of being able to think about yourself because well you should think about your existence as your existence you shouldn't be thinking about it like oh I live the New York City grunge prairie girl cottage core dark academia like lifestyle like that's my little core like that's so ridiculous when you think about it when you spend a little bit of time thinking about it you'll realize how ridiculous it is yeah that that's how you like perceive yourself you perceive yourself off of like different Pinterest boards that you've created for yourself and like no one like wakes up one day like a New York City grunge girl you have to buy your way to become a New York City grunge girl so you buy the nice floral bed sheets and you buy the pretty dresses that are pretty enough but also a little bit edgy and you buy the nice shoes and you you know you spend money on the right type of makeup because it can't be too much but it can be too little and you just like are you just like feed your you you are fed so much content that you buy that content that you can become a reflection of that content and it's like a never-ending cycle because then you get bored of these aesthetics because that's like that's like the whole way it's been presented to you and then it's like this never-ending thing because then like New York City grunge girl won't be might not be like as popular by the end of 2022 and then what now you need to like get into your cottagecore era or whatever. And it's like yeah. a never ending cycle because you're constantly being sold things because it's not because you don't like it, but it's because the internet likes it right now and the internet might not like it tomorrow. And then you have to change your entire wardrobe because the internet no longer likes this aesthetic or that aesthetic. Yeah, um, and it's like, it's like that, that confuses me about what femininity is, really. Because right now when I'm thinking of femininity, I'm thinking of like pink and purple, like Maddie from Euphoria. Like that's my idea of femininity, but that's my idea of femininity because of capitalism and because of what is sold to me. And I feel like in order to be feminine, I need to have that purple jumpsuit and I need to have this and I need to have that. And you know, when we were having this conversation, I searched up like what the definition of femininity is. And that's like qualities or attributes regarding as characteristics of women. And it's like, again, what is that? Like, yeah, because like, because like, like the, the definition or the character of a woman is like so varied because like, like no two women is the same, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then again, there are like these overarching things that like are more quote unquote womanly than others. But at the same time, because, because of like mass marketing and mass like media, um, there are these like very symbolic women, whether that be like like you know, from euphoria or like you know just tv shows or um or like it girls on social media who become really big and that becomes a definition of femininity but then again like tv shows that they like fall in and out of trends right because okay for example um euphoria is really popular right now right because it's like become a thing since its release but then i remember like last year around this time like outer banks came out and yeah. all of a sudden, like, everyone was, like, you know, in their bandanas and in their Pura Vida bracelets. And, like, for a while, I feel like maybe if we were having a conversation back then, we would be bringing up, like, some of the characters from Outer Banks as a definition of femininity as, like, these, mm-hmm. like, wild and fun and, like, really, like, like you know, beach-loving, like, wavy hair girls. And that would have been, like, sort of, like, what was on top of our mind because that was, like, the show that was popular at that time. Um if you're obsessed with a particular like social media influencer like one month and you're obsessed with a different one in a different month then like their general like rapport their general like um like you know social media presence that becomes your idea of like what you want to look like um so I think I think like yes like just what's 
popular on in the internet right now has a big influence on what femininity even means. Um, on the other end, I do think that even though there are like changes to aesthetics or what things are very popular, I think that there is generally like certain standards that that do exist. The feminine women, yeah. yeah like, you know, like, likes pink, is small and petite and weak and hairless and has, you know, the biggest eyes and the poutiest lips and the rosiest cheeks. Like, and if you think about it, like yeah those are like feminine characteristics but they the end of the day have been shaped by men yeah and like it's it's ridiculous because like then like only a very like small portion not small but there's like it's not like the entire woman population is like size zero or two or even four I mean it's ridiculous to like that like feminine femininity has been so centered on like this supposed like delicacy or you know tininess or being able to just take up less space in the world and like it's ridiculous because then like all these other women who don't fit that that description and most of them do not then like where do they go are they not feminine because they're not a size two are they not feminine because they speak loudly are they not feminine because they They have an opinion yeah and it's it's at the end of the day like even when you see these like super even when you see these feminine like role models or whatever it's interesting to notice how at the end of the day oftentimes they have like very they're like very conventionally pretty and they have these very european um features and they're they're always 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 like you know they will never be over the size four literally maybe Mm -hmm. maybe 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 size six if if directors are feeling (laughs) particularly like you know inclusive but it's like oftentimes it's not even and sometimes like you know like yes they will be plus size characters or whatever in a show but the characters who get popular are the characters who get particularly like idolized are always like the very like snappy or 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 not snappy, but but the ones who have like these very interesting personalities, whatever you, however you take the that. The funny piece. or the sassy or the angry one. Yeah. And then their, their appearance is always falls into some lane of being very, being conventionally like quote unquote pretty and being small. Like those are the two very major attributes of like what, of like the women who make it big on the screen. Um Again I, again, I think it's also like important to note that like that's femininity today. Like, I guess if you really, also not even today, but that's femininity in the Western world, like living in New York today. I think that because of globalization, like it's it, maybe if we were talking 40 or 50 years ago, like we could have said like, no, it, it might be different place to place. I do think that because of what, because of just like media being, social media being available everywhere that Western ideals have become standard standard for most places but then again I also think it's important to like consider that maybe um these very specific characteristics are not true for every place but yes I think generally speaking the things that we talk about like in terms of like smallness and like delicateness whatever that means are very fundamental to the descriptions of femininity most places yeah 
One thing that I do want to talk about, which is kind of digressing from this topic, is how femininity is being ultra feminine. Like if you take like the like when you think of femininity, the top characteristics that pop up into your head, those characteristics are always regarded as like evil. Like let's take a the example of like the most feminine characters in like 2000 movies. I think of Regina George. She like I feel like when it comes to grace and when it comes to femininity or what I think femininity is and what media makes a single femininity is, it always comes down to the fact that it's evil. Like Regina George, every single Disney villain, which is a woman, always like is really, really pretty, really evil. And like when I think of femininity, I think of two aspects. Me personally, I think of like, pink and blonde and with her eyes batting or I think of like black and red with like red high heels and a red bowl lip with vampire teeth like that's just me um but I do think that it's because of media and how open it is to us and how many opinions just get scattered all over the place it's just that for me personally I observe that if you're feminine or you're either like dumb or evil like that's just kind of I think I think that that's because of the larger thing of like I think that it's part of this topic obviously I don't think it's digressing at all um because I think that the other aspect of being a woman especially like in media or how like men portray them in media is that they're like manipulative like that's like Mm -hmm. the other trope it's like that they use their they use their like beauty um, yeah or that they use like their whatever it is to like be manipulative and to like you know um that's why you can't trust them and they're they're they're, like these gossipy and these like um yeah like I think manipulative is the main term that I was you I would use like that's how women are oftentimes portrayed or talked about so I think that like that sometimes is an easy trope because if you have a hyper feminine character then it just becomes an easy thing of the of portraying her as like this very manipulative and mean character against like this more tomboyish character who like is just trying to get by for example like in the mean girls yeah example that um i forget the character who's the character who's like the lindsay lindsay lohan character i have no idea let's just call her lindsay i don't remember her name but um you know she's like a a, like a quote-unquote tomboy until and then when she becomes feminine she becomes manipulative when she becomes feminine she becomes like she starts toying with like that guy when she becomes feminine that's when she like you know um becomes all these bad things but until she's a tomboy she's still like you know um just thinking that all this gossip is nonsense and that like it's silly to like care about your clothes and whatever and I think it's I think like I think that's it's one example but I think it's you see that example like in so many movies and in so many books and media that it's like almost hard to look away from because it's such an easy trope like oh she becomes feminine she becomes manipulative because that's how women are yeah like again like coming back to a show today like maddie from euphoria she's probably like the most like you don't watch the show but you've heard about it like there's cassie and there's maddie so cassie is like a very innocent feminine person she's naive she is in love with the topic of love she has daddy issues and then there's like 
Maddie Sevenin, who like everybody is in love with Maddie, like the entire, and it's like she's feminine and she like always gets ready for school and like if you think about it, she's not a very good person. <laughs> like yeah, in like the entire like like I'm talking about Euphoria because that's kind of the most popular show right now. When you're feminine, either and I know that Euphoria is not about this. It's just like a general trend that I have been observing. I'm just going to take an example of euphoria and either you're like feminine or in love with it. So you're in love with the topic of love and you know, you like all like these light colors and you, you where, you know, you, you do things, but you don't really know what you apply. You're basically dumb and naive or mm-hmm. you're like this super street smart, manipulative person who has everybody wrapped around her finger and has mm-hmm. like a big mouth. Like, yeah there's really no in between and when I hear like guys talking about girls they can eat they can only talk about it two ways like oh my god like she's so dumb like I did xyz and oh my like oh my god she's such a manipulative person that you know she did this to me and she did this to me kind of playing the victim all over again and it's like the femininity is about like it's like acting dumb but it's like also like not being a good person and I think when it's portrayed in media and like little kids like 12 year old and 11 year old girls being like i don't want to be rude i don't want to be dumb so let's just go into my pick me face like yeah i think i think like i think both of them are just products of like just like making like character like characters out of womanhood mm-hmm. um and but i think i think i think the general thing still stands of being like portrayed as manipulative in some sense because again i don't really watch euphoria i've never watched the show but everyone and their mothers talks about that show so i have like general ideas about the characters and stuff and i think like you said cassie is seen as like i feel like at the end of the day like no matter how no matter what way that a person is portrayed feminine in there is still this this like idea of them being like manipulative for xyz reason and also i think it's important like like femininity today at least to most people there is this acceptance that's not just about wearing like flowery skirts yeah flowery skirts or like you know like lots of makeup like femininity has also become a little bit about um it's it's taking shape of like what are trendy nowadays and like edgy clothes and that stuff is trendy nowadays so I don't think like someone's like not considered feminine because they're wearing edgy clothes. Yeah. I think that femininity has taken on a role in that as well. But my general thing still stands that there is this expectation of certain characters, of certain personality roles from people who are feminine. And while at the same time, there is this label of weakness and this label of inferiority for people who are feminine. But there's also that, gen- that's, but I also think there's a lot of truth to those things being true from the basic virtue of you being born fe- a woman, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's always, like, I hear so many guys talking about, like, how in, like, the ancestral time, like, a woman had to be attract, attract, 
like attractive to attractive man such that she could provide he could provide for her and like how that is still ingrained in our heads and that's why we look for like these characteristics i mean the psychology point of view that might be true but like at the end of the day it does it feels like this is just like with stereotypes from you in general yeah I like I mean, use not them. really i don't think i don't think like our forefathers were like oh my god like <laughs> this is a flowery skirt so this is attractive like that's that's all that I don't think that's true I think that's just like that's just someone making excuses for their own really awful mindset and their really own their their own like personal misogyny or whatever it is I think that all of this especially like typical femininity what we're talking about today is a product of um marketing and advertisement at the same time I don't think it's fair to just like I think it's sad that femininity has become things that we attribute like material material um yeah when I was literally like writing when I was writing this podcast I thought we were going to talk about our journeys to femininity but now we're like talking about like what is femininity really and I think that's so interesting and sad like it's like it's like confusing because like on the one hand you want to say femininity is like makeup and dresses and heels and like pretty colors by the same time like femininity also is just like more about like typical characteristics that get that get put on you because you're a woman so like not even a woman but like just from like um just from how you describe a typical womanly presence whatever that means so you know like just by like a quick search on urban dictionary like one of the things that they say about femininity is like this idea of warmth and radiance and whatever which yeah. is more about like um the general like I don't want to use the word vibe because it's such a vague word but I think that's like the it's, I think it's a fair word to use like, it's like a motherly vibe like a motherly right vibe. but I think I, I also don't want to use that term because it's so easily manipulated to like mean that like to you know that like women are put that, on here to give birth yeah and like also it just it's like an icky icky like and slippery slope you know yeah um, I don't know. I think, but I think that, I think that like being two teenage girls who are talking about femininity, who spend, you know, time on social media, it's, it's not, it's not surprising that our thoughts go to all these like material, um, yeah. things that we allocate or that people around us that our family or not even family, but our friends and our social media and our for you page, allocates as feminine and worthy of looking at versus not feminine and not as you know not something worthy to look at yeah like (laughs) I'm so embarrassed to say but I spend a lot of time on TikTok okay I go through a lot of rabbit holes and one of them is like how to activate your feminine energy (laughs) like it's it's like all these poses (laughs) which makes you attract like to your feminine energy and stuff and it's just like Mm -hmm. now I'm thinking like let's try to let's try to narrow this down for like what is femininity if you take like I'm gonna ask this I know it's not that easy for to do but I'm I'm gonna ask this too if you take out everything from like media's influence and like Megan Fox and Transformers or Maddie from Euphoria and Cassie from Euphoria what is like femininity to you like either by the women you see around yourself like Mwah. well but then like, I, don't think I, I don't think there is anything left because i think femininity for, at, from like a very fundamental way perspective is a social construct and m- media create has created that social construct i'm not saying that like femininity did not exist before like the 1980s before like the internet became a thing 
but I think the internet is a reflection of the social construct and if all of a sudden you say like let's take away everything that society has to say about femininity <laughs> but then you don't have anything left because femininity to begin with is a societal construct it's not like something that's biologically or you know like that's biologically given to us right um so I, I don't know if I don't know if I can think of like a, a very fundamental way to call what to, to say what femininity is because I think again it's just a product of what people say it is yeah um, now that makes me not want not want to be feminine because it's the product I mean, of all like, of this I mean like I don't know I've gotten so like I guess because you you said earlier that you were planning on this being more of a conversation of our <laughs> Burning to feminism, femininity. I know that's cringe, but that's I the only word I could well, say. I don't think it's cringe. I don't think it's cringe at all. I think it is what it is. I don't know if I can say that I've had like a particular journey. Like, I don't think I like recognized or picked up on when I like stopped becoming a pick me or when I just stopped caring about people's perception of if I was growing oh, cool up. Yeah. Um, I think, I think like as you get older, you just get to this level of indifference to, to certain things. Um, because you just start valuing your opinion a little bit more and I don't know if this is true for everyone but I think that I very very strongly felt that especially like throughout high school because it's like I think I think it helped that I went to like a New York City public high school where like everyone literally was on their own thing like no one like there was like a lot of appreciation for people who were unique and people who like did things that wasn't conventional so I think that really helped because it was just like, there was no point of me like being worried about having to dress a certain way because it's like, no one cared. Even, I mean, I guess that's giving it too much credit because like on the one hand, like if people just came in like, a, you know, like I think that there were people who were perceived as cool because they wore trendy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. By the same time that I think it was an easier experience than if I went to like a school in Utah or whatever, because there, like, I think there's even less or more limited ways that you can express yourself. So I think that that experience really helped me just like get to a point of indifference. Like it didn't matter to me if I came in a certain day wearing a hoodie and sweatshirt and I was thought of as someone who doesn't really care about what they look like. But it also didn't matter to me if I came in another day wearing like a cool jean skirt and like a really cool like top from Zara and like really cool color combination and like you know like platform converses like even if I had a really cool outfit on one day and if I didn't have a great outfit on another day it was more of just like oh today I felt like wearing this and today another day I didn't feel like wearing that you know Mm -hmm. so I think it's more about like getting to this point of indifference and then you just don't care (laughs) and I think that that's I think I think that that's feminine enough for me because then I'm just doing things that I like things that I find pretty I wear I collect things that are sparkly or pretty or nice not because they're feminine but because they make me feel good when I look at them I do you think that's do you think that's like feminine to you and that's your femininity like you know you've been to my room like I have like plants everywhere and I have like like flowers like right now that are dry but I still have flowers in my room which I think (laughs) I guess is like a feminine thing to do but I don't think I was like in my head and being like oh this is gonna help me like connect with my feminine aura like no (laughs) I have flowers because I I like flowers because they look pretty 
I have so many plants in my room because I think that they, they like make me feel nice and look nice. I have like all this jewelry that I buy because it's pretty and it's nice to look at. And I like how it looks like on my, like whatever, right? Like, I then think- I think you kind of answered my question about what is femininity to you. Femininity to you is like not caring what other people say and buying things because you think they're attractive or pretty and that thing you gave me my answer i then. guess so yeah i guess so and i think I that's think so also, cool yeah i think <laughs> and i think like it's um i think with that definition there's also like room for change because i think like if i said that like oh this is what's feminine to me today um you know of maybe course that's gonna change of yeah because like, i'm like literally 19 right now like who knows like when i'm 23 like maybe i'll like things completely different like maybe i will look completely different maybe i'll dress completely differently and that's completely okay i will be just as feminine if i like certainly like dress super like you know like i don't know like <laughs> academic and super like you know like um trouser and button down shirts and all that or if right now, because I mean, and also like right now, like I think I have like this like weird, not weird, but I think like right now, I don't know if I can even like put a label on my clothing and I don't want to either because I think, again, that goes into the thing that we talked about earlier. But like, I think it's super fun when I'm like wearing like really flowery, fun skirts and then I'm wearing like my black Converse platforms, right? Which yeah. is like a very typical like, Ugh, I wear dresses with my I wear converses with my dresses whatever right yeah but it's not like I'm not putting the thought that oh I need to wear converses with my dresses I to just be cool. They look cool yeah I just think they look cool together and I'm not thinking that it's cool because it's boyish or it's cool because it's girlish I just think it looks cool and yeah. I chose to wear it and I think getting to that point for me is what I would say is a place that I'm very comfortable with and maybe I guess you're right maybe that is my kind of middle ground or my acceptance of femininity because I mean I don't think I feel particularly not feminine I feel feminine enough um and I think that like not limiting yourself and not like putting labels on you know I'm gonna buy this kind of jewelry because this jewelry is feminine or I'm gonna you know decorate my room in this way because it's gonna make me look feminine or make me not look feminine I think that that's like not a great place to be at just mentally because then you're yeah. taking up so much brain space worrying about how not only other people perceive you but how you perceive yourself mm-hmm. and I just think that, that there's like there's so much better stuff not better not even better just there's just other stuff that you could just be putting that brain space and that energy towards rather than like worrying how something makes you look you know yeah I think when it comes to like my definition of femininity, I think I'm still like looking for, I, I don't think I've found it yet, which is such a cringe thing to say, but it's kind of what I can't find a better word for it. What I mm-hmm. find myself doing is like getting inspiration, like getting factors about other things that I find attractive or what mm-hmm. I find feminine and trying to incorporate them into my life. Like I think if my room is any representation, it would be because it's completely blank right now. I know it sounds sad, but I think that's kind of like my personality. I won't say personality because I have a pretty good personality. Yeah, but I, where you are right now. That's really sad, bro. <laughs> no, like, I mean. Like- yes, it is. Why is it sad? Because it's blank. It's what like blank? my room. 
it's not blank. I think that you have character in your room, even if it's like in small things. But I think like just the decision to put on like lights and to have like photos of people that make you happy on your wall and to like have like mint green bright bed sheets. Those are still all like conscious decisions you make that speak about who you are and what you like and what things like draw you and what things you find nice and what things like relax you and make you feel happy. Even Ooh, if it's not like psychology. <laughs> no, not psychology. I just think that's like how we operate. I don't think it's like a, you know. Oh my God, so smart. Like I like psychoanalyze you. <laughs> I think that's so cool though. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any closing remarks on what femininity do is? Do I have any closing remarks? Well, I mean, I guess I have the same remarks I have about everything. And that's that. Capitalism you hate capitalism yeah yeah that capitalism <laughs> has like literally messed up our entire perception of the world and our perception of ourselves because it is inherently inhuman like as a system so I think my thing is um even though we've spent like what like an hour an hour and a half talking about femininity my general ending remarks is I think that I hope that if you got anything out of this podcast it's that who cares <laughs> literally i'm gonna put that like a quote in the description (laughs) closing remarks by shahan who cares literally who cares because like it's so subjective and i think it should be like i think i think on one hand like it's i don't think i don't think it's like oh like who cares like oh like we shouldn't like talk about this or research this or like have nuanced discussions about this because we should because it's important to realize the society that we live in so that we can fix it right you're not going to fix an issue if you don't if you don't know what it is in the first place yeah so I think these conversations help pinpoint like what it is but on the other hand like at an individual level I don't think it's worth like giving so much attention and care to as in like I need to be feminine xyz is feminine because that's yeah that's... because because you're going to drive yourself crazy because it always changes because it always changes and because it's it's so much about like buying things and looking a certain way like if you are like you know if you're not like a size two Two. like five six five seven like pretty white girl you're not going to be on like all these feminine pinterest pages and stuff you're not you're you are simply not and it is what it is and we can talk about progress and we can talk about change but those things are still fundamental parts of our society and if that's what it means to be feminine then I don't want to be part of it but I still am a woman and I still am a girl and there are still things that are going to be about me that are feminine and I don't I don't I don't want that to be based off of like my new Pinterest obsession or my new like aesthetic that I find a lot find really cool I just want it to be what it is and that's why my general message still stands about who cares like let it be what it is let your space be filled with things that you like let your clothing be um things that bring you happiness let your you know your perception of yourself be just the happy you know your the happiest or like the things that you love most about yourself and let it just be that way I don't think that there's any reason to to make yourself a character and make yourself and and just like buy things for yourself that will make you fit into a character because you are not a character. You are so much more. Um, And that's why I think it's ridiculous to worry so much about 
appearing feminine or not appearing feminine. Again, again, I think that when I say that, I I, I don't want to like hush over um, the very like real consequences of appearing feminine or not appearing feminine enough. Um, I think like they you could literally dedicate a whole entire other podcast to like how society um, treats people based off of that. Just you know, yeah. in terms of, like jobs and you know how you you're you know the way that you're treated um just like going out and about and things like that like I I I get it like I'm not saying that like someone who's you know um a size like 14 I'm not saying that it's going to be easier for them than like you know speaking as like someone who's like you know a size two size four like I'm you know I'm not saying that um I like understand I here's here's my point I think that maybe it's it is easier for certain people to like let it go because yeah. they already fit enough of the standard. Yeah, um, that is true. And, I, and I'm acknowledging that. But I hope that we as a society can get to a point where it can be. It can, where, yeah, where it's easy enough for both ends to just not care. Because not even because like everything is considered beautiful or everything is starts getting considered like this or that like you can put so many adjectives in terms in terms in front of different things and say like this is how it's become or this is how it should be I think that it's just more important to get to a place where just someone can exist and that be okay you know mm-hmm. because if you if you keep like saying like oh this is beautiful and this is also beautiful like there's still this attachment to this sense of beauty or the sense of of like ultimate like ultimate like perception or ultimate attraction or whatever it is I think like if you can get to a point where it's like this is what it is and that's completely fine I think that's like a good place to be at so again going to my earlier point who cares that's my closing (laughs) remark yeah for me I think if anything I've gone from this entire conversation is that femininity is whatever you want that definition to be of course it's gonna be easier for some people to you know say that you know who cares? Screw this. I hate society. I hate capitalism. Of course, it's like, a, it's like a lot easier for some people, but at the end of the day, femininity should be your definition of what you find nice and what you find pretty or what you find edgy or whatever you, whatever you are attracted to. I think that's femininity at the end of the day about like, even I know that we hate media and I hope that we hate capitalism, but like when I look at like, history of like the most like women who I look up to or women who I find their personalities nice or you know just in general I think they all are so individual and they're so weird and unique in their own way I think that is what femininity is I don't think there's like a urban dictionary definition of it or any definition of it in reality I think it's just expressing your own individuality is this femininity at this point which is so like (laughs) absolutely all over the place but I think that's what it is and I don't think the shortest skirt is feminine I don't think like the edgiest top is feminine I don't think going absolutely naked outside is or being fully covered I think at the end of the day it's about like what you feel comfortable and know you what you want to venture into which is out of your comfort zone I think that's femininity to me whether it's wearing like this throughout the day just like xxl comfort which is actually your granddad's but then you saw it in the closet or you wore it or just like your university hoodie I'm feminine 
I don't care what his eyes is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was fun. I'm probably going to FaceTime you it later. was super fun. It really honestly was. And it was just a good therapy session too because it was just a good time to just rant about all the things that bother me in the world. <laughs> I know. Like, I literally talk to you about this all the time. Like, Ashaba, I want to be this aesthetic. I'm like, shut up. You're a human. Like, you're not a character. I say that to you all the time because I think it's, I think, but I think it's like, it's not only you who experiences it. Like, yeah. all of us do. Um. And it's, it's, it's like and I, remember, I remember saying this to you the other day, like, oh my god, you aesthetic is like so soft, girl. And like so and you literally pinch me and told me to shut up because you didn't want that in your head. Because you know you would be thinking about it. Yeah. 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 I don't know how to end these. I'm probably gonna FaceTime you afterwards. Um thank you for listening and supporting this marvelous human being. Oh my god. Um, peace out. Have a good life. Hopefully she uploads soon hopefully i do not take a month to edit this by the way if anybody does want to hold me accountable this was shot on the 16th of january 2022 and if it's not up like in a week (laughs) literally roast her please like i need someone to hold me accountable i just shoot for like five months and in my iphone drafts there are like seven different podcasts that i want to do and like this femininity one is like oh my god spoke to me I don't want to say it. It spoke to me. It spoke to you. It spoke to you. the feminine urge to make a podcast about femininity. Yeah, my feminine aura just like came out of me and I just had to because of oh my, my chakras. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. I don't know how to end this, but I'm going to FaceTime you later. Wonderful. Well, thank you for listening. Um, how the did 12. You- to the 12 people actually listen to this podcast. 12 <laughs> friends of Zyra. Yeah, That's and some family relatives. <laughs> I don't know about this. Okay, bye. <laughs>